0: are you having trouble keeping up with the accelerated life-altering changes on the planet welcome to new earth central reporting to you live from the new earth the newly forming world reality of vibrant health and well-being united community and personal evolution Tune in to learn how to update your internal coding and bio-circuitry to the rapidly shifting consciousness, so that you too can become a divine human. New Earth Central is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in bioenergetic vortex healing and ascension activation. Weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and 2012 astrology, each 90-minute show is packed with insightful discussions on current ascension topics. One on one caller healings and group energetic upgrades for all the listeners. New Earth Central is dedicated to promoting a holistic lifestyle that supports all life on the planet. New Earth Central, where you can pick up your ticket to cross the bridge to the New Earth. Additional services are available at our website, newearthevolution.com. And now, here is your host, Meg Benedicte.
1: Well, hello everyone. This is Meg Benedicte. I'd like to welcome you to our show today, and let me introduce to you my co-host, Manette Mays. Hi, Manette. Hey, Meg. Hi, everyone. We're really excited to be here with you. We had quite a week this last week. Uh, just, I think it was about last Friday, we began to notice that some shift had happened in the in the astral plane around the planet. Uh, we all started to kind of feel disbursement and uh, openings. I just felt openings happen inside my biocircuitry and around my body, and it was actually a little bit challenging to ground. Even uh, I found when I was even driving, I felt like I was in a flying saucer. <laughs> <Just> like, <"Wah!" laughs> so that led off this week. So, wow! So we had a big shift, big opening, and then there was kind of this following denseness and heaviness, which always happens when you have a big energetic shift in the ethers. There's, you know, it kind of pushes up the stuff that was stuck to come break free. So you may have also been experiencing some of that showing up in your body or in the motions. I don't know. Do you, have you, Did you catch any of that, Minette? Oh, yeah. We were flying most of the weekend. And I think around well, Sunday night or so, I just kind of Stopped. Um,
2: and it's like, okay. And then it was quiet again. And then right, I guess, back Tuesday morning, we were up again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we want to just kind of follow that shift, that opening, and continue with it. So what I was getting guided uh, through the Syrian Council, who I work with, one of my sole aspects is a member, and elder on the Syrian Council. So that, too, is kind of my lifeline here during this life. And I was getting that it's time to start to prepare for... it's about two months away. It's going to be a huge event where we will start to see quite a bit of opening in the ethers, uh, a real kind of thinning of the veils. And when this happens, more of those who are awakening will be able to open up to higher dimensions of consciousness and realities, and so this is a very exciting time. I know for many of us, we've been working with the 11-11 energies for years, Uh, being at the month and the day uh, in numerology. And what's so powerful I see about this one coming up in November is not only is it the month, the day, but it's the year. So in a sense, over the past years, we've been working with 1111 sacred geometry in our own personal awakening and activation and accessing up to these higher realms And on 11-11-11, this is now going global. This is when we will really start to see the planetary consciousness open up and have access to the higher realms. So this is where we really start to move from the microcosm to the macrocosm on 11-11-11. For those who are new to this concept, this is the sacred geometry of ascension. And and when you start to see 11-11 all around you showing up on clocks and signs and symbols, you know, what this is telling you is it's your higher self, your higher consciousness is showing you that you are awakening to unity consciousness. 1111 is the sacred geometry of unity consciousness. It also represents the twin flames coming back together into sacred union at this time so we all can become whole again in our ascension process. If you can look at the, the actual symbol 1111, you are seeing represented there the bio circuitry of two beings, being the divine feminine and the divine masculine, then coming together and connecting with their bio circuitry to become one whole being. And so, if you haven't noticed that yet, I'm sure you will, because we're going to do some activations to really get that uh, uh, activated in your mind and your heart so that you are starting to use this sacred geometry of 11.11 not only to awaken to higher consciousness, to unity consciousness, but also to help open the mind up to these alternate realities that exist where we've been locked out or blocked out. And just to, to kind of elaborate on that, when I into the universe. It, it's in a sense I, I always get the sliced bread analogy. This is where there's literally multiple slices or alternate realities that are available and they are uh, a- active at the same time. And so what we want to do is begin to uh, access into an alternate reality that is not polarized, that is not a battle between light and dark, but that actually is in this unity consciousness. And so I see the universe like this kaleidoscope of flashing mirrors. These are the slices or alternate holograms that we have available to us to choose from. And up, coming up here on 11.11.11, 11, 11, we have actually the opportunity to consciously choose to move into the alternate hologram, which is the New Earth hologram. And so how is that possible? How is that How is that opening up to us? Well, because of all of the increased solar flare activity and this photon particle wave that's coming across into the Earth's geomagnetic field from the galactic center, all, all the energy is increasing. So, you know, if you see even the biophoton emission from Earth is increasing higher and higher. And what that is doing is it's actually weakening and thinning the magnetic fields of gravity that were holding us locked down into three-dimensional time. So as the magnetic fields thin and the veils thin and they start to unlock us from this duality, this is when we really have an opportunity to kind of peer into alternate uh, timelines or alternate slices of reality and we're able to move over or stream over or jump over or leap over, however you want to do it, but we're able to start to really shift, and that's what the Great shift's all about. We're able to shift into this New Earth hologram, this New Earth alternative reality that exists simultaneously on Earth. It's not like we're going to die and go to another Earth. It's literally that our minds, because they're holographic in nature, will be able to see it and be able to pull us into it, and we will then start to live from that holographic reality, so I think Manette and I have talking about you know what are the steps to take to prepare for eleven 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 How do you get yourself into a position where you can actually do that leap where you can really kind of slide through that membrane of time and go into the alternate hologram here um, One of the things that we were we were talking about is we really need to become the observer of the patterns and programs running inside us that make us live in duality, right? We wanted, So it's kind of like shining a spotlight on where we are still operating in duality because that's what we need to unplug our energy from. That's what we need to step back and observe and disconnect from it because you can't, you can't do that quantum leap into a hologram of unity consciousness if you still have duality and polarities running inside your system. You remember we were talking about that, Manette?
2: Yeah, duality and polarity being um I guess sort of feeling out of out of control or compelled to act in ways that are destructive to yourself or to others.
1: Right. And there's there's things you can watch for that will kind of you know, be your alarm bell that oh, okay, that's that's still a polarized system that I want to unplug from. So we were just kind of listing some of the ones that we had to Watch in ourselves and pull out from. But basically, it's anything that makes you see yourself as separate from everything else. That's the first thing. So anything that's a, a separate separation program running in you. So this is we were born into that separation program, and it shows Absolutely. up. Absolutely. You know, so it's, so it's all we've known really, and so it's very ingrained and automatic and unconscious. And so this is why we have to really stay very. Focused and vigilant, and in in that observer to watch for them. But victim consciousness is a big one. Anything where you. (coughs) I can own up to that one. uh, And it's hard to break free of, too, right? Because you just start to get pulled into it immediately when you feel you've been wronged or harmed or hurt. And so victim consciousness is a big one, everyone. If you can look for that one and unplug from that you will set yourself free also competition competitions another polarized system mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we have to watch for and step back out of and also feeling any kind of lack or taking from others that's a polarity it's either you're la- you have lack or you're just going to go and take it all so it's you know like hoarding this is a mm-hmm. this is a polarized program too that's running in us and i would also think anything that makes you feel Disconnected from others, or from the planet, or from nature, or even from the universe. This is this is a, pro, a separation program. That's right. Yeah, that there. could be superiority or inferiority. That's Either right. You're
2: thinking that you're better than, or you're worse than.
1: That's right. That's a big one too. That I had that mm-hmm. running in me. Usually was dominant in one of those. Um, mine was in, insecurity or inferiority, and it was really a hard one to crack. But more that I could c- catch it and then ask myself, who is this, and go into Observer and just step back and watch it. Then you begin to dissolve it inside you. You disconnect from it, and it dissolves, because you've basically pulled your emotional and mental power from it.
2: Well, and having such invested uh, energy in your loved ones and your friends and your sisters Mm -hmm. and your brothers and your mom and your dad and feeling you have to see where you start and where they end mm-hmm. and see how much you're um feeding on each other's energy. That that's, mm-hmm. that's a big those are those are really big, hard to see patterns because they're they're so familiar to you. They've been with you since you've been born so that's yeah. really hard to see you know, the patterns, it's a whole maybe even a whole family pattern of of kinds of abuse or dysfunction and they've just been with you for so long you just can't see them.
1: Yeah, because we've been born into that separation program. We are basically trained to consume energy from others. And so it's 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 a habit we have to break. It's not an easy habit to break. And I found the only way that I was able to break free from it was I had to find an alternate source that I could feed myself from, which is, of course, our universal uh, source, our creator source. And I've been able to access that through using the Vortex technique. So the more that you can meditate and connect to nature and and find alternate ways to source yourself energy, then you can really unwind yourself out of this consuming um, parasitic program that we were born into.
3: Also it's funny,
2: I think the only easy part of this work is, knowing, is you kind of know when you got it right. It feels so much better when you get it right. So mm-hmm. I think that's the easier part of not being able to walk away from a lot of um, patternings because it feels better to be free of them.
1: It sure does. And you, you start to feel more empowered, right, because you're not dependent on anything outside of you for your energy, You're you're sourcing yourself, so then you start to feel whole again, and you start to feel empowered, and that was it pulls all the all the dependency out of you. We aren't we aren't in in full enlightenment when we're dependent on anything outside ourselves. So, what are some of the ways that you can raise your vibration? Because that's the key. The more that you can raise your vibration, you begin to repel these polarized. Systems and programs and energy out of your mind, heart, body matrix. So, we, you know, obviously meditating is a great way to raise your vibration. Spinning in the vortex is a great way to raise your vibration. It accelerates your light quotient. It gets light into your cells. It's light into your chakras. So, so those are great ways to raise your vibration. Also, being in nature immediately raises your vibration. So, and then what you eat, you know, the the, the food that you put in, fueling your body, and even sleep, getting enough sleep, which a lot of us are short on these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. But you uh-huh. know what?
2: The, uh, there's, there was a list I saw in a book, and forgive me for not remembering exactly which one it was, but there's a list of mm-hmm. vibrations uh, uh, of according to your emotions. Mm-hmm. And worth noting is the highest vibrational emotion is gratitude.
3: Yeah. And I Thank find you, if oh, I sit down one.
2: yeah, if I can find find yeah. ways to wrap gratitude around something it really raises your vibration very quickly.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. It is that and, and really allowing the heart to feel joy just just mm-hmm. without any it's just spontaneous joy. Just being alive, being in joy. And what we also want to do is begin to remove from the mind anywhere that we feel locked down and limited in our mind's perceptions. So it's in a sense, we've kind of been living in a prison in our mind because this polarized energy creates frequency fences that lock around our holographic mind, and it keeps us in, in where we're veiled, we can't see into the higher dimensions, we can't we can't um, intuit, and we can't have any psychic ability, and we're disconnected from our knowing. And so this whole prison in the mind is something that needs to be removed. And i found that once you can blow those fences out of the mind, you really start to expand your vantage point, and it starts to open out to the universe. And this is where we really start to become more of like a galactic human. And this is very important to have this uh, vantage point as you're moving through the Ascension. So we will do a little work on that. We'll probably be working on this off and on through the next two months, preparing everyone for the 11-11-11 date and event. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think in our group work, we're going to target in... Do those frequency fences in the mind this is where you feel like you still are locked down and it's driving you nuts and you want to just blow them <laughs> out and open it up <laughs> and so well, there's, there's so much programming attached yeah, to it. you have
2: this program, there's one emotion or one vibration in your heart and you send it out and it runs through that program and it brings you back something you're like what the heck is mm-hmm. that that's mm-hmm. not me, that's not who I am and those are, that
1: lets you know that it's still there yeah, and it's like hitting a wall. <laughs> you just, you're like ready to just, you know, be all that you are, and then you hit a wall. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Ugh.
1: So, okay, and then finally other other area that I wanted to just comment on briefly here, and then we'll start to do the group activation. But, when, uh, you know, just going through this process for the last 15 years, and, and go you know, I started removing my first limiting polarized program in, in 97, so it's just been a long time. Wow. But, There were a lot in there. (laughs) And um, one of the ones that I have found that I hear this a lot, and I hear this in a lot of the, the spiritual communities, is the separation program where we want to leave the planet or we want to get out of here and return home or call the ETs to come get us. And so this is actually a very dangerous separation program because it's making us reject Earth. It makes us reject life on Earth and abandoning Earth. And the key, key to Ascension is we need to embrace and connect with Gaia and ascend together. Uh, Gaia is our home. And and so I would like to also start to target removing this separation program out of our minds. Now, I found that I didn't want to be here either in the polarized Earth. So I get it, I understand where that's coming from, but you're being manipulated by an An Anunnaki separation program where you're you're abandoning the ascending earth as well. So what we would want to do is as we raise our vibration and really start to leap across the bridge to the new earth hologram, getting into unity consciousness, it's at that place then that you would want to really anchor to the crystalline grids of the new earth and Connect. We have to connect. We have to connect with each other. We have to connect with Mother Earth that's ascending. We have to connect with nature. We have to connect with our universe. And so it's all about connectivity, not like let's cut and run. So I just wanted to mention that because I know this is a a pretty common feeling in many of the lightworkers is I just want to get out of here. It's horrible here and blah, blah, blah. But the thing (laughs) is this. I, I mean,
2: you know, you know how hard, you know how close that <laughs> is to my heart. Yeah. I mean, because the bottom line is, even if you're even if you are visiting, you came for a reason and there's something to bring, and you don't get out of here until you until you dropped off your present. That's true.
1: And I found yeah. it was much easier to drop off my present when I got into the New Earth because it's lovely there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so lovely. It's like all the colors are brilliant and shimmering, and all of the energies tingle with love and I mean it's just the most beautiful space to live in and it's all about connection, all about unity. So this is the place that I would suggest you get yourself rooted to because then you can get your soul path anchored onto the crystalline grids and, and really enjoy life here. Of course it's in your own personal light orb that you're enjoying the new earth because that's probably as far as we can anchor it at this point in our auras and in our homes and in our relationships. But eventually this is going to spread. That's what this whole ascension process is about. It's going to incrementally, step-by-step, stage-by-stage, spread around the planet. And then that will be everyone's reality here. So it's very exciting. But we so right now
2: some... we just have our own little vibrational territories?
1: Yeah, we have our own little mini New Earth around us for now. <laughs> <laughs> and the collapsing polarized earth is is just going through its last gasp you know so it's we may still be observing that you know just in this detached observer consciousness but we're living in our new earth slice of reality in our auras and in our minds and hearts and in our homes and with our loved ones and then that'll get bigger and bigger it'll spread but that's what we want to do okay so um anything else you want to add in or otherwise we'll get started oh good no let's get started okay Okay, so we just want to um, connect with everyone on the lines and on the chat rooms to let's just go into a meditative state. We'll just do like 15 minutes of vortex activation, and then we'll open the lines after that for more of the the, the questions here with the callers. Okay. Okay,
2: and I'm watching the clock.
1: All right. Thank you, my dear. Okay, everyone. So let's go ahead and just start to breathe and get into that meditative state. So we always start with the breath and we move our attention down from the mind and into the heart, solar plexus, into the core, center of gravity there in our bodies because we're just going to start to shift that gravity into more of an open, unmagnetized state. We want to just really kind of open it up and open to the higher realms, open to the ascending realms, open out from just lockdown here of 3D time. So breathing into the heart, solar plexus, feet are on the ground for at least the first couple minutes as you get into the vortex energy, and then you can relax back and, and follow the guidance. Okay, here we go. Dropping in. To the core, and let's just breathe that life force into the channels, the circuitry of the body. Start to move it down into the lower body. Lower chakras, the floors, root, sacrum, and solar plexus, these are lining up with our human reality, supporting our human reality, breathing into the pelvic floor, down the legs, to the feet. Let's start to extend the feet into the earth, onto the bottom platform of our aura. It's about a foot down to the earth chakra. It's like stepping onto a gold disc and the magnets on the bottom of your feet lock on and get you stable and grounded and anchored and rooted. All right, good. There you go.
3: <sighs>
1: Breathing in and really connecting to now the crystalline grids of the ascending Gaia. So this is where you start to see they're like silver platinum ley lines of light that crisscross underneath the crust of the earth and they're rooted into the crystal core And they're also rooted into the crystal caves under the pyramids. So it's a pretty elaborate uh, network of crystalline energy, crystalline light being source current, source light. All right, and we're just going to start to connect to that grid work as our support system now to becoming a galactic human, becoming an ascending human. And we're really connecting now to the ascending Gaia as well. All right, beautiful. And I'm going to get the vortex now up and running. So it's at, at, at under your feet and in the platform. It's a temp vortex template. And it's going to start to activate and create a whirlpool of light coming up around the body. And it swirls, it swirls here from right to left, counterclockwise swirl. There it goes. And you just breathe it up around your body, around the aura. And we're going to move it up in... Um, steps. So it's moving up all 12 chakras, all 12 dimensions, the so 7 in the body and then the 5 above the crown, moving up like almost like floors to a high-rise building. You're just going up, up, up till we reach all the way up to the 12th dimension and 12th chakra. This is where our higher self is. And our higher self acts as the gatekeeper. Anytime that we stream our... I am present, soul light in. We send it to the higher self here at the 12th, and then the higher self brings it down into the human chakra system. So it's our gatekeeper there. Okay, good, beautiful. And now we're going to open up and start to spin up beyond the higher self into the Godhead, 13th to 14th dimension. And it's like moving across and into a sea of golden light, very fluid liquid plasmic light, so we're just starting to disperse our density and start to blend into the sea of golden light if you're floating in it. And you're just letting the spaces open up around your cells, around the organs, and you're just floating in this antimatter field, the quantum field of all that is. And you're still in form, so in a sense you are bridging both the antimatter field and the matter field. You're like holding that still point between the microcosm and the macrocosm, between the particle field and the antiparticle field. And what this does is it unlocks us from those magnetic fields of time down there in 3D Earth. So you just keep dispersing and opening and expanding and holding that bridge point, that still point between the two worlds, the form and non form all right, very good. For between the personal and the global or the universal. And as you begin to expand and open and hold that still point between the two worlds, this is where we can start to connect to our the presence of our God self. This is our original spark of creation from the source. Okay, so let's call to connect to our soul presence, our soul energy, our soul light in this experience expanded space of the quantum field outside of time, and you may get a vision or you may feel an energy or sense a tingle or feel light or warm, the body gets warm. However you connect, could be an idea, concept, however you connect to your soul energy. We're going to start to use the spiral of the vortex now to bring that down inside us, and it's still counterclockwise, but it's now going down. We're pulling down from the ethers, down from... The Godhead, our soul light, it's liquid, so it streams down the core pillar into the crown and then down into the heart and into the solar plexus, pulling into our core. More of our soul light, more of our soul energy, more of our soul presence. Good, down and in, (sighs) feeding in and nourishing you and raising your vibration higher and starting to tone in the body your soul vibrations. If you're like a crystal ball, you're just toning with your divine frequency. Your soul vibration. Good. It gets the body more in sync with that soul frequency in a resonant field. Very good. And now let's also call in the harmonic tones of our universe, which is the... Uh, frequency of PHI, frequency of phi. We're going to pull this in as well to stream to our center of gravity between the heart and solar plexus. And this is this is ranging from the lowest note to the highest note of our universe, and it's in harmonic relationships of divine order and balance. And it's called the golden ratio, and we're running it now right there above the billy button there, right at the center of your gravity. And this is also running between your divine feminine energy that runs down the left side and the divine masculine that runs down the right side. And we're starting to integrate and mate up our male and female connection right down the center pillar in the chakras. Just like how we put a, a plug in an outlet, we need to connect the male and female connections to run the electrical current of our soul light through our bio-circuitry. Okay, good, that's getting better. connecting better, mating up. (sighs) Getting more whole again inside. And as that starts to accelerate, the vortex is spinning faster, so it's really starting to pick up speed here. Let's call in the sacred geometry of 11.11, and you can picture that image in your mind. Let's imprint... The sacred geometry of 1111 in the mind, center of the mind, and then in your heart, center of the heart, to awaken you to unity consciousness. Good, to activate the codes, the ascension codes for twin flame energy to come in and unify inside you. All right, there you go, it's starting to imprint and starting to activate. I'm going to stream in source current to help the activation. So this is now back to the platinum light, source light coming down our pillar and in. This is pure creation. And we run it into that sacred geometry to activate it in our heart and mind. Oh, There it goes. Starts to activate the pineal gland. Awaken to the Ascension Code 1111. And to also open up your access, your doorway, your portal to the higher dimensions, to the quantum field, to the alternate reality of the hologram of the new earth. All right, good. That's activating as well. Just breathe into it. It's growing stronger because we're grounding onto the crystalline grids, which amplify it inside us. Oh, it's getting stronger. That nothing is outside of us. All that we need is present inside here. Okay, and it's starting to expand through the fractal energy of our universe. It's starting to expand our reach. So this is where it's like a branching of a tree up into the higher realms. We're starting to expand our reach higher and higher where our conscious knowing is going up and out. We're still grounded to the crystalline grids, but our aura is growing and expanding and extending our reach into the higher realms, into the quantum field, into the alternate realities that are opening to us especially on eleven eleven eleven, so that we can bridge over and out of the polarized earth, the collapsing polarized earth hologram. Oh, that's good, that's good. Okay, now I'm going to ground us in. We're spinning fast here. And that reach will continue to extend at a pace that's comfortable for you. Okay, good. And now we're going to stream some more of that source current that source light into the mind where we have that prison where this is the frequency fences that have locked us and veiled us and blocked us and prevented us from our full knowing our wisdom so let's go in and it's like going into a higher room and we're going to go into the uh, subconscious mind we're going to go into where the lockdown is move the source light in there liquid light streaming it in. It's kind of like filling the space now, flooding the space with the source light so that if there are any dense, restricted, limiting walls or blocks or frequency fences, they start to actually lift up and out. Okay, there we go. Oh, Release. Spin it, breathe it out. We're sending it into the vortex, spinning it back to the galactic center to fold into the zero-point field now, the Godhead. All right, more coming out. So you're just flooding it and lifting it out anywhere that there's been walls or blocks or veils or prisons in the mind, any frequency fences that are preventing you from your full knowing, your full wisdom. Good, your full activation. Up and out now. Keep holding that sacred geometry of the 1111, first and foremost, in the center of your mind, and it's starting to repel anything that is not in unity consciousness, anything that's in polarity, anything that's in duality. We're repelling it out of our minds. Good. More releasing. Breathe it out. Spin it out. (sighs) Back to the galactic center. We're establishing a sacred sovereign mind for our soul and our human to blend and merge and come into union inside here. Okay, good. That's spinning in, taking hold, grounding at the feet onto our platform to stay rooted in and continuing to activate and awaken as we move towards 11:11:11. 11, 11, 11. Still opening, more light is filling in, more source light. Good. Expands where maybe you can only see as far as your hands. Now expanding further and further into the universe, opening it up, a greater vantage point, a bigger horizon. Higher and higher into the higher realms. All is opening to us. And as we open to this magnificent universe, Let's bring that energy down into us. And this is, of course, streaming down to your higher self at the 12th dimension. You're just bringing in the divine frequencies, the divine light that will serve you, that will support you, that will sustain you inside. So we're going right up to the highest, highest frequency only to come down into us, being very discerning and selective on what we pull into our system. I go. I shoot all the way to the top to my I am presence and get that source light coming all the way down inside, feeding into my bio-circuitry, feeding into my chakras, feeding into my body, heart, mind, fueling me inside. And then we're going to go all the way around the outer layer of our aura and make sure we have a strong container, a light orb, that is holding this inside. We want to feed ourselves, not have it drain out or be... Uh, consumed by other sources. So we're just going to go all the way around the outer boundary of our aura. Make sure we have a nice shield of light, a container of light, no holes or leaks or tears, all the light, all the way around. And it's coming 360 degrees to come and ground in at our feet. It moves with us wherever we go. We can, like we just did, expand it way out to the universe and then pull it back down around the body. Whatever you need, it responds to your needs. Okay, that's that's rooting in and spinning in and grounding in as well. Very good. Very good work, everyone. So just to continue into the weeks ahead, continue to activate the 1111 11 sacred geometry inside you as long as you need it. Eventually you're going to feel it has now, it's running inside you, and you're going to start to see it everywhere, and you're going to start to feel it opening just through this extension of the fractal universe out and out and out and out, you're just going to just incrementally open to the higher dimensions. And the doorway to the new earth will appear in front of you and you'll be able to move across the bridge in and live in this beautiful hologram of unity consciousness. So we set that into motion and so it is. I'm going to let that continue to spin in you so you can just keep breathing and spinning as long as you need it. We're going to disconnect now so I can focus on the callers. Um, this is in the recording so it's always here for you if you want to practice with it on your own. And also at the front page of the website newearthevolution.com there is an 11:11 video meditation for you if you want to work with that as well. It has some great visuals of opening the portal to the New Earth there. So that's available to you on YouTube and also at the website. There you go. How's that for easy? Ooh. I just feel it pumping in everyone's heart and solar plexus. Good stuff. So we have, you know, we have some very practical steps that we can take to get up and running and in a really good position here for that big event, and I also wanted to mention that for for those who have been working the ascension for years now, they're what we call them the first waivers. This this is actually I really truly feel that eleven 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 really is is a portal of ascension. We do not have to wait till December twenty first, twenty twelve. You can choose at any time to bridge over and start to live in this ascended state. It's it's opening up to the masses, so it's it's like a it's like a it's an opportunity of a year for all of humanity to ascend into the new earth and then after 2012 that gets less and less of an opportunity because we our alignment with the galactic center will not be as pronounced so i just wanted to open that up to anyone if you feel you don't have to wait till december 21st 2012 you can bridge as soon as you want so it's all there for us Okay. How are we doing on the chat room? Is there any questions, Minette, that have come in? Well, I think we're all a little um, stunned in our
2: um, in our meditation, but everybody's equally excited that 11, 11, 11 is on the way.
1: <laughs> so exciting! Oh my God! It seems mm-hmm. like I've been waiting forever for this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think as as the as the as the first wave you know, according to the article that you posted the other day, mm-hmm. um, the, the people that have been working on their ascension, you know, very consciously for the last 25 years or so, are mm-hmm. kind of hitting the wall. We're getting a little worn out. So to see a it's sort of a fresh breeze coming down the pike. So it looks really good.
1: Yeah, it does look really good. And and it's, I think just the more of us that are already living in that hologram and that that reality, helps those who are trying to find their way. Right. The more that we anchor it in and, and bring it to life for ourselves, it makes it more pronounced in the planetary field for, you know, the others to find their way. So, I I, I think it's. You follow your own pattern and your own rhythm and your own pace, whatever feels appropriate to you to go as fast or as as gradual as you need. But we're here to help you.
2: <laughs> exactly. So well, everybody in the chat room just said, wow, thank you, amazing meditation.
1: Oh, okay, great, wonderful. All right, well, let that just keep activating inside you, and I'm going to open up the lines here. Let's go to the first caller. We're going to call out your area code and then the first few digits. Hello, I have eight five You're on the line.
4: Hey, Meg, it's Emea.
1: Hi, Amea. Where are you calling in from, Emea? San Diego. San Diego, okay. Um, what can? What's your question? What can we do to help you?
2: Well, today I was doing some work on myself and for someone else, and I began, I was sitting, and my body began rocking kind of uh, right to left, and then I realized it was sort of doing the vortex. It was going in a circular motion. And it sort of happened from, I guess, sort of above the solar plexus up. It was happening. But as soon as I, if I stand up or if I'm sit completely erect, it, it doesn't occur. It's only occurring sort of, you know, heart up. And I'm that's just That's
1: where actually I get it, too. I get it, well, it's kind of from the core. So I get it from the, the kind of the mid-belly and then the whole upper body is rotating. So that's. Um that feels like it's in, in order. That feels like it's in balance. It's okay. um the the lower body seems to be still kind of in the lower magnetic fields and, and holding you grounded and stable. But then the upper body really is pulsing in singularity in that vortex spin. Uh it's also in the in the kind of the lo- well, mid mid belly range, that's where you're building the vacuum state, so that's really still. Um and then the upper body is, is, in a sense, kind of the engine that's, that's running the rotation. So you're, you're, you're feeling how the Merkaba works because you have this double tetrahedron that's, that's running in this vortex system. So that the upper-pointing um, crystalline tetrahedron, of course, is going up to the higher self and into the soul presence there at the godhead. And then the lower-pointing tetrahedron is really your stabilizer, and so that's definitely more still.
2: Oh, okay, great. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I I guess if I, I'd love for you to check into, because my other thought was having you check into sort of my twin flame energy and
1: whether I've brought it in and integrated it fully. Okay, so this is so important for everyone to know. We aren't dependent on actually having to meet a physical twin flame to become whole because not all of them are incarnated. And, and so that's actually an old separation program as well that, for us to be whole, we have to meet a twin flame in person and human form. What's happening at this time with this, it really is starting, the ascension is really starting to accelerate. So a lot of, especially the first wavers, a lot of the starseed lightworkers are starting to bring in the twin flame energy from their I am presence. So so they're using the vortex, getting all the way up, expanding into just the, the cosmic consciousness You know, of our being and connecting to the Divine Feminine and the Divine Masculine, which creates that twin flame union, and then starting to spin it down into the heart first, and then into the bioenergetics, into the cells. So, okay, so so I'm going to check on you, Amaya, but this is for everyone to start to get uh, involved in as you work through the ascension process. We all need to have the twin flame energy present and alive that, again, was what that 1111 11 looks like. If you even look at the two 11s, you've got the feminine masculine on one side of the semicolon and the feminine masculine on the right side, right? We're bringing those together where they link up, they made up, they become one. And so this is the sacred geometry of unity consciousness, where we all become one whole being. And, okay, so Maya, let me just see how you're doing with getting it into your heart first. That's where it comes alive as that divine love and also that union between the left and right side of the body and then our, our our goddess and our God inside us. Okay, so we're going to the heart chakra. And if you can have an image of your divine feminine and your divine masculine as your goddess and God in some kind of a connection. It could be where their heart chakras are bonding with light or they're in some kind of a dance or however it works for you. Everyone should have their own concept in their mind. This is, again, using the holographic mind, so you have a concept of what your twin flames look like when they are in sacred union. Let's get that first imprinted in the heart. Okay, good. And... To strengthen this, everyone can do this with us. So if you are in a female body, you picture your divine masculine standing in front of you. And if you're in a male body, you have your divine feminine standing in front of you. And what we want to do is we want to start to link up our bio-circuitry where they are connected and they are running the light back and forth between us. This is how we unite the divine feminine masculine in the bio-circuitry. So You can picture the front chakras are uniting with your divine counterpart, and they connect, and the light starts to stream between the chakras into both of you. So it's really a true link-up. All right, there you go. And it starts to charge you with electrical magnetism. This is where we really want to feel that power. This This is the power of our soul light. When the twin flames unite inside, first we're just working in the heart, and then we're working in the chakras, and then we want to get that powering electromagnetism into the cells, so the twin flame energy into the cells, okay, it's starting to amp up more, ma and let's let's move that energy at the base of the spine like you're igniting it. Up the spine, at the base of the root chakra, you're igniting it up to the core pillar, the chakra pillar. Yeah, there you go. This is where we really start to integrate it into us. And it will source us, and it will power us up, and it will make us feel that all that we need is home inside us again. We're whole again. And that love is exquisite and powerful and it's oh, it's whole. It's unconditional. Okay, good. That's getting even stronger. I felt that go up your spine, and so coming up your lower chakras now. And, of course, what does it do? It starts to push out the sludge, so it begins to move out anywhere that we had density or polarity or that separation programming. Oh, here we go. We start to move it out. Whoa, up and out of the heart so it's emotional separation and out of the lower body chakras where it's actually physical separation where we were torn apart from our twin flame lovers in past lives. So coming up. Whoa-wee. Spin it out. And I've been spinning this stuff out all summer. <laughs> so you just keep healing the rift, the the, the, the loss, the, the separation where this was really actualized in our past lives. Okay, you're releasing some more, man. And in the place that it's opening up, let's just keep moving more of that beautiful, sacred love in its place, that twin flame love in its place, so that all we have left then is the fuel of our union. Okay, it's starting to ground at, at, at your feet on your platform. It's just becoming more present in you and building. And I'm starting to even see some mind programs pop out that were wanting to stay separate and um, for the to mate with the twin flame. So this was let all those go. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have love here. It just means it's going to come from this beautiful place of wholeness now. Or nothing's missing, or empty, or needing, or yearning, because that's a horrible feeling. And I know that's I've been healing that myself this this summer as well. So it's just coming from a place of fullness, an expanded heart, and just cosmic love. There you go. Your heart's opening and filling with it more, Mia. How can you feel that? Yeah. expansive of love, cosmic love. Oh, there you go. So I'm getting to let that keep building, keep filling in, and then use it to repel out anything that feels dense or polarized or separating. And this keeps your progress going here. Okay, that's walking in at your feet. To continue. But you're on the right path. You're doing a great job. You're just or you're in the clearing stage right now. Okay. Okay, sweetie. All right. Well, Thank work you. with that and let me
5: know how
3: you're doing,
1: okay? I will. Okay. All
2: right. Bye. Bye. Okay. We why can go you, to why, the caller? sorry. Before you get to the next call, while you were talking to our man, we
1: were talking about waking up at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like on my iPad typing away. I'm like, what am I doing? All right. The 3 a.m. wake-up call. <laughs> Yeah.
2: So, what, so, go ahead. I anyway, know earlier you and I were saying that it's um, something like a, um, a increased radio waves or increased vibration.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, so because if we keep working in the vortex and we keep bringing this light current inside our biocircuitry, we, you know, you're, it's like you're you're amping up the light quotient, right? So I am so alert, and my body's just, you know, it's just. Mm -hmm. pumping with all this electrical Mm -hmm. current at 3 in the morning. And so my sleep patterns are just shot. I I find that I I can't shut it down. It takes me some time to bring it into a state where I can get back to sleep. And so I have found what does help is running the universal harmonics of C. So if you just run those tones right at your center of gravity when you are awake in the middle of the night and you're very alert and amped up, it starts to regulate the biocircuitry and get you more into the rhythms of um the theta waves so you can you know you're altering the brain waves basically is what you're doing by doing that so that you can move more back into a, a sleep pattern. But yeah it's it's I also found that everything is moving so fast I the only time I have to process it is in the middle of the night. When I finally okay. stop. You know, it's like oh okay now I can finally process all that just happened in the day. It was so intense and so much. So that's another reason I think that the human self is alert, is that it's trying to move through all that happened because we are on hyper speed now. Mm -hmm. And eventually I think the the human won't need to process it as much. It's just kind of in the moment and it's absorbed and we're on to the next. So um, it's helping our human self adjust to the increasing frequencies and how fast everything is occurring and the, you know the speeding of time and and learn to be in that rhythm now as opposed to what it used to have we're never going back to what it used to have so we have to adjust yeah. we have to adjust <laughs> Make to, yeah we have to learn to be in this different rhythm and i think this is why i found spinning in the vortex helps so much because that really is the natural rhythm of our galactic center you know and that is the source of creation in our universe so the more that we can get into a gentle spiral all the time, because we are living in a fractal universe that is spiraling, even the planets orbiting around the sun are orbiting in an upward spiral. It's not in you know, concentric circles, as science thinks. So everything is moving according to the... Uh, black hole spiraling phenomenon of our galactic center. So the more that we can adapt to that and adjust to that and be comfortable with that and feel that is always in, everything's moving upward because what's happened is by living in the world of separation, we've actually been living in a downward spiral of death and decay the whole time. So we're t- flipping the switch and are trying to get into that gentle upward spiral all the time and then that will help us adapt and our sleep patterns should start to adjust. So it's, we're we're definitely in the transition stage right now, and it's not comfortable.
2: <laughs> well, everyone in the chat room agreed. To, I think it's about half a dozen of us said, "Yeah, 3:30, 3:00. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we all wake yeah. up." It so rough. I
2: think we, yeah, I even I mean tried trying grounding or re- meditating or relaxing or focusing. It just wasn't working. I was just sitting there
1: awake. <laughs> Well, one thing you can do is you can use tones for the brainwaves if that helps you. Um, I know I'm I'm in the process of working on a collaboration to publish a CD coming up hopefully in the next week or two where we do have brainwave entrainment tones of PHI-C P-H-I- phi, and 432 hertz toning to really help you be in that natural rhythm of the upward spiral. It is, it's vortex mathematics. It's the sacred geometry of vortex energy. So we're we're putting that together right now as we speak to have that available, but the key is to get the rate you know, those brainwaves to move more into the a uh, relaxed state so you can sleep. But
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well Breath. yeah, one of your guests, CK just said that. He said that meditating before bed with the feed tones assists. He that's said it really he really sets is. the intention to connect with that tone during dream safe.
1: See you're that's what I'm doing too. That's the only thing that seems to have worked. I think too, for those who are in the early stages of activation. Also, what I found is the you know the three four o'clock hour is where you start to really connect with your higher self, with your soul presence, and that's an important uh, awareness to have, so you can honor that. You know, this is, this is, I'm in the still point at this time. You know, this is when I can connect to my divine self, my God self, and, and let that occur and then just acknowledge it, bless it, and then start to go into more of the frequencies of fee so you can go back to sleep. But, uh, you know, the, the connection now is happening between you and your divine self in the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely feeling it in the physical. I think that's what we're all doing. Yeah. It's also a, a, it seems to be a powerful stage where we purge. So, you know, I woke up last night with my solar plexus killing me and had to do an hour of energy work to get it all out, and then I was fine and went back to
3: sleep. (laughs) Oh,
1: man, it's like... This is relentless, but it could be happening where you're actually doing some major clearing of polarized energies in the middle of the night as well. So you just have to be very present and respond to what's happening, be it all the different things we
3: mentioned. <laughs> okay. I'm let you get
1: back to the next one. Yeah, that was a great question because I know everyone's having, having that happen. Okay, so let's go to, let's see here, who's been waiting the longest <laughs>
2: Right.
1: Uh, Four eight four four six six. Mhm. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Okay, you're on the line. Who is this?
2: Hi, this is Dorian. Um, I don't know how this keeps happening. I end up getting on the line, (laughs) not (laughs)
1: impressed. I think um, you must be calling in instead of going to the webcast. Is that happening? Well, yeah. yeah, but it says so it says to press one to be to be mm-hmm. do not press anything. So I don't that's, I don't know. That's interesting. Okay, well, we're gonna have to write your number down, Dorian. <laughs>
4: so we don't know, okay.
1: but we're glad to have you here. And if at any time you do have questions, let us know. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, sweetie. All right. So let's go on to five zero three nine three five.
4: You're
1: on the air. Uh hi. Hi. Who's this? Hi.
4: My name is Nate from Portland. Nate? Uh, I have a question. I'm just curious. Um, what is the energy going on that you feel uh, coming from um Peru, Planet X, and what does uh, it play in for us?
1: Yeah, okay, that's a good question. I've been actually really sensing Planet X getting closer and closer. I feel it in, in our energy field already around Earth. I feel it very present. And this is this is, for those who have never heard of this, this is the... Original, like home planet of the Anunnaki reptilian race that has uh, come into the Earth plane, and from what I can see, there's there's almost like a repeat trying to happen. Nate, there's okay. So let me see if I can tune in and describe what it is. I'm sensing it feels like this planet has also taken over other other planets, Marduk is one of them, that was in our solar system, and they are just kind of hell-bent on consuming the resources of the planets that they go to. They create a prison state, in a sense, or a slave race on the planets that they invade. And so we're here, you know, in this multiple reality Earth, and part of Part of it is this polarized hologram that we were talking about earlier, which has been violated and overtaken by the reptilian race, the Anunnaki race. And then part of it is this alternative hologram that's available for all souls to go into and really ascend and break free of that history, break free of that uh, imprisonment. So... I've been involved with this quite a bit on a personal level because my soul was at the original treaty with the Anunnaki, and so this is actually, I'm a walk-in soul, and this is why I'm here, is to fix that treaty and and adjust what has happened in the history of humanity here. So I think there's a lot in, in the making right now, Nate, that's going to really ripple out and play out in this coming year, but... I do feel there's this concerted effort to try to lock things down here because it is coming back into the orbit of Earth and the Planet X is coming back into the orbit of Earth and it's trying to maintain its hold here. I already feel that it's unraveling and that the, the race is um, migrating back to Planet X. So we have a whole lot happening, and I'm going to be writing more about this in the future. But for now, I'm not feeling... The alarm that I used to feel regarding it, I feel that all of the star season lightworkers have really done some amazing work to shift this. We're not done yet, but we are we are in the you know we are in i think it feels like the the balance has switched or flipped, and we're starting to get into a position where we are taking our planet back if that if that makes sense to you okay, <laughs> do you have I'm any good. other questions on that?
4: Uh, and did you no, have any input no, I, on I, how I think, you're? I think it's. Um, yeah.
2: No, I think Did you have any input on how you're feeling about yeah.
4: what's Why going you, on? Yeah. How do I feel about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Well, you know, honestly, I, I kind of see everything going on this year, um, in my own life uh, It's kind of like an undoing. On um, everything, kind of just letting everything come to, to ground zero. Mm-hmm. um i got unemployed and like you know like my, my fiance broke up with of me and for three years and it's a really hard hard year mm-hmm. um but I, I find that um i'm sure that this is something that is going on for a lot of relationships is becoming undone and just getting really down to uh you know we're, we're needing our own spaces i suppose um yeah. And I'm I'm seeing, I'm, what I'm sensing about where Planet X comes in relationship to this is I do feel it, it is coming. Uh, we have two sons being seen in the, in the Southern Hemisphere in some places. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of fear around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have some fear to it. But I'm also realizing that um, my own relationship to myself and our own relationship to ourselves is most important right now.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: we're all partners anyway. So whatever this thing is, there's something that's going to, appeared in our sky and cause all havoc, as uh, the Zeta talk talks about, or other people are saying, um, if that's true or not, I don't know. I think we're at a time right now it's like a precipice. And so if it's there, if there's a huge energy coming in, it seems like it's going to just help us um, become one, then and go back to rock zero. That's my feeling about it. At least it's, I'm feeling about my life. And they're so blessed through the process to, just to come into my own presence. I think yeah, it that's is. Where it is.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I think it could have been a lot more devastating. Um, what I was alerted to in 2006 was that there were not enough souls that were ascending to save it off, and so it was like the first ascension plan had to be aborted, and we had to go to like Plan B in 2006, and and. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we're starting to kind of see the split between the two worlds. It doesn't it doesn't appear that we're probably going to be able to pull all of humanity up through the ascension into the new earth and that was the original plan. So mm. it, it looked it did look pretty pretty harrowing. <laughs> but I think now, you know, as we're moving here towards 111111, 11, 11, that we're we're now in a, a place where that reptilian control is unraveling and and there is a collapse and there is a, a mass migration going back to that planet. And and so I truly feel that we are taking the planet back. So it's 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 in its early stages of that. So that's why I think the more star season lightworkers who hold this in their minds as their outcome, where we really have that group one mind, that collective one mind, and see that as the hologram of our outcome, the stronger it will get here and it will really materialize. The more that we focus on the fear and then the potential uh, devastation that could happen, then that's what's going to materialize. And I don't think people understand how powerful their holographic minds are. So this is where we have to get very selective of where we focus and what we hold near and dear inside us. And so... I know that's part of my job is to just keep reminding everyone to really lock on to the New Earth, the Garden of Eden. This is our planet, and this is where we are migrating, and we're bridging into, and this is what we're bringing to life, and that's the outcome we hold in our minds. So it's, it's already here, it's already alive, it's already happening. It's just we need to get into it. If that makes sense, it's like it's our time to get into it.
4: So when eleven, eleven, eleven occurred. What do you feel is going to happen exactly? I and mean, you kind of you touch on the truck the program. What what do you really see happening for physically that day?
1: Well, I don't feel it so much physical. I don't I don't feel. I think the ascension happens first in the mind. It happens first in where we bridge with our minds. It happens where we can actually access. That's why we're like blowing this prison out of our minds. The more that you can actually see in your mind's eye a new world. A beautiful world of joy and love and unity consciousness. Then that starts to come alive in yourselves. Then it starts to trickle down into the physical. So I think on 11111 11, 11, it's going to be more of a kind of a massive blast opening for people's minds to start to bridge in to the new reality. And then over the next year we start to manifest it. We start to actually bring it to life in the physical. So it's it's me it's all about consciousness so it's really more the shift has to happen in your ability to grasp that higher cosmic consciousness and be able to live in it and hold it hold it inside here and use it it's pure creation be able to use it to create your new reality because we're all shifting onto new paths new soul tracks in the new earth so it's it's all going to be looking new and different so it's but it happens in the mind first you're welcome thank you for calling Like okay, okay. Bye-bye.
2: bye-bye. And we were going to try to stay away from uh, this. Ah, no. <laughs> Good
1: job, so Nate. What the the we into, it. <laughs> into it.
2: Right? Well, yeah. the vision I just got, just as you were giving um, that explanation, and this maybe an oversimplification, but what it looks like to me is if you could imagine everybody being in a jail, in a jail cell, mm-hmm. and then on eleven, eleven, eleven. 11, 11, 11, it's as if the jail door opens yep. and you can leave. Yep. Some people will be standing at the gate ready to go, yeah. and other people will still be a little afraid to cross the threshold. Some people may be so far back on the other side of the jail, they don't even know the door is open yet, yeah. but that's what it feels like to me.
1: That's right. And depending on how much work you've done to raise your vibration, you – will have an easier time sensing and intuitively seeing that the jail just disappeared and the world just opened up to you. If you're really deep in your kind of darker emotions or thoughts, that's going to consume you, and you won't even look up to see the door just Mm -hmm. open. So Mm -hmm. this is why we constantly are saying do whatever you can daily to raise your vibration so that, you're alert, you're awake, you're observing, you're watching, and you're going to see the shifts happen. You're going to see the veiled part. You're going to just see this new world appear. And it it could start appearing in your dream state first or in your meditations. However it shows up, grab onto it because this is your way across. This is your bridge across. And I found that I could get my, like I said to Nate, my mind went over first. And then I pulled my head over, and my neck, and then my heart, and so my my ankle was the last piece to kick off. Yeah, well, it's trickier world. to get
2: through the yeah. It's trickier to get through those jail bars holes. So that's why we're all looking forward to get to having the door open.
1: That's right. So, and you know, I also see the question here about the comet. I have to be honest with you. I have that comet has not shown up on my ethers at all. Have you felt anything from it, Minette? I haven't. I
2: have not you know, I've been, I've, I've been kind of
1: focused forward in a different direction lately. Yeah. So I don't have anything on that yet, you guys. I, I definitely picked up Planet X showing up around me here, and it felt pretty um, he- heavy and dense and, and needed my attention. But I'm be honest with you, I haven't felt the comet yet. If it starts to show up on my astral plane, I will let you know, but at this point it's kind of like a non-issue. I'm not sure if this is an illusion or if it's just not going to affect us. Um but I'm going to just bounce to you, I have not picked up anything on it yet. Okay. okay. Um,
2: well, we're, we're getting down to our last 20 minutes. I so suppose we should tend to some more callers.
1: All right. So let's go to, let's see. Did we talk to uh,
6: 832-713, 832-713? Hi, this is Ava from Texas.
1: Hi, Ava. Welcome. How can we help you?
6: Um, uh, I found your program a couple days after the first one, so it's just been a few weeks but I've had major higher blasts and um mm. the one and I still do have um a little bit of a little bit of yuck going on polarity going on mm-hmm. but i'm I'm having trouble getting the really good feelings from like the divine mother or someplace like that, and I okay. did attend a church that had this incredible vortex so i know there's i know i can reach something like much much higher
1: yeah i can feel that your channels are open to it
6: and i kind of feel like a little bit of can't see the forest for the trees like whatever i can glean onto i totally go for and Mm -hmm. clear it out as well as i can but i sometimes feel like i can't see the forest for the trees and have somebody else's perception is awesome
1: Okay, so let's, let's see. The vortexing
6: where... thing is way faster than the other methods.
1: Oh, I'm telling you, it saved my life. <laughs> it's, it's like a skyrocket, boy. It's the best thing because it really accelerates the quantum leaps us into this transformation process. So the more you can use it, the faster you move. And I mean, you know, when I first started, it would take me a week to move through one issue, and I'd be sick with the flu, and oh, man, I was so dense and loaded down and lots of sludge, and it just was. But boy, I tell you, working with the vortex regularly, now I can like blink through it in an hour or so. It's fast. You can start moving through stuff so fast and that's where it just is very easy. Doesn't do, I still can keep my life running, <laughs> you know, it doesn't derail me. You yeah, so but good. I have to shut down for two days. Right, right, right. It was really it would wipe me out for a week. I'd be just on the on the couch for a week. So okay, so this is good. So let me let me just tune in and see where you are feeling where you want to spiral up, but then there's something that seems to kinda Grab you by the heels and drag you. It's almost like holding you there. Okay, so we're going to go in. Um, let's go into your heart and solar plexus. I always start there first. We connect to the soul presence inside and get the spiraling moving in here as well. So, just for everybody, all the listeners, you can. We first originally open it up around the outer aura, but you can have a you can have a double spin where you use a tight inner spin up the central core. Pillar of the chakras as well. So we're going to open that one up so you have both running. And they're in sync. All right there you go. Yep, you got some sludge in here in the core pillar and it feels like polarized energy. So we're just going to start to blast that out. head <sighs> to the spin and out to the galactic center. Ooh.
5: Yeah, I can feel that.
1: Yeah, this is where it acc- accumulates and it can re- really kind of mess up our bio So we're, whoa, we're pulling this nice rip of it up and out of the central core where the male-female connects. So it's kind of like a long black string we're just pulling right out of the central pillar. That was getting in the way. Ooh. All right, that just opened up the circuit. So now we can move your light back and forth between your Divine Feminine on the left and the Divine Masculine on the right and and just run, let's run the figure eight at horizontally at all your chakras and the body. Let's just link up and start running them in union. And also you want to open up the, um, you want to get the still point inside here so you have the vacuum effect. That's what propels the spin. So you want zero gravity basically here because then that starts to keep this upward spiral always moving. So it's through the tones. It's always through the tones. So you're just going to invoke the harmonic tones, the phi, in here. All right, there they come in but sound waves coming in and they're starting to keep it's what it does is it brings your body into a coherence it starts bring everything into the natural order of our universe you start to institute it inside your body too since we've been in separation we've been out of order and the harmonic tones they use unity consciousness to even get the DNA into order oh there it goes okay you're blowing off some more sludge out so it repels anything that's out of order okay now things it's almost like we just greased your your springs it just started to really spin better
6: the insides feel different <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and I can really tell the difference too when that inner core opens like all of a sudden it's just like I got space inside whoa it's all nice and open and then the light can fill not tight and constricted and locked down, it opens and you breathe in and oh, okay, then you can start to flow that light in of your soul, bringing your soul light in there you go, and this is now, it's anchoring out your feet on the platform to run this way taking hold, so I'm hearing that you're off and running, that this is this is a much more um refined vortex system for you to use. You just want to always feel in that heart belly still. It's just still and neutral and non polarized and it's the vacuum state inside there. Zero gravity.
6: Well, and keeps- washing out from a big high the other day. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Kinda of caught it kind of caught me, but most of the time I can get get rid of it. But this one kind of caught me but but um, that, that has been an ongoing issue That thing about not being able to feel the Sweet love
1: Yeah, we Well, we did have kind of a doozy this week We had a huge opening and a shift And then all of the sludge came up from it But, but the key, like you said Is to really be on a, a kind of a daily diet Of getting that love in your heart Where you're nourishing yourself And really bring I've it in like... I do
6: Orphans. I run my butt off at the gym
1: uh-huh.
6: <laughs> 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 But I know it's a different kind of a thing <laughs>
1: Yeah, you want to add this too. <laughs> so it's, it, you know what, it really it's feeding into the inner child inside that wasn't nourished. Uh, you know, it's just getting that stream of nourishment always feeding into you will provide that inner um, core power, inner core strength and, and good feel good. You know, just feel, it feels good. So that was in the, the heart, the heart opens with joy, spontaneous joy from the inner child because then her child's healing and happy again. So it's a a real nourishment that we need, that we've been missing. And there we go. We're just streaming more of that light from Divine Mother into the child consciousness inside the child's psyche, especially in where the child doesn't feel fed, feels deprived. Oh, there we go. This is very key. I have um worked with this myself extensively because of the childhood I came into. So it's so key to fill in the years with this nourishment where we were deprived and then all sense of lack disappears, all yearning disappears. So it's just a key key point to feed this child psyche, if that makes sense. So it's a, keeping the pillar open and then feeding this maternal energy and this nourishing energy in yeah. until you're full. Okay, so let's let you play with that, and we'll move on to the other next caller. So thank you for calling in. Talk and thank to you so later. Much. Bye bye. Okay, now I'm trying to remember what was Dorian's number. Is was eight oh five? Oh, and I think it
2: was. I don't think she's there anymore. The okay. eight oh five number should be somebody else. That's right, uh, Ventura.
1: Let's open that up, 805-640, you are on the line. Hi. Hi, who's this? This is is Sophia. Hi, Sophia, welcome. How can we help you? Hi,
5: thank you. Um, I've been listening to all these calls, and they've been absolutely amazing. I'm good. Yeah, totally loving them. And, um, well, I thought maybe um, if you can look into my energy and um, see anything that can um, move along (laughs) With uh, to do with the 1111, okay, great, and, or, or twin flame too. I'm with okay. my twin flame actually, but um, I went through. Um, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to take up time, but um, definitely um, met my actual twin flame in in the flesh and had to go through releasing that relationship, uh-huh. yeah. and, um and um, coming to the place that you talk about in terms of just. Wholeness, which I already thought that I had before I met him, but it's beaten very, very, very deep, like having to let go of like your twin flame Mm -hmm. and getting to the point where it was like you were totally fine with that. And then, um, and then afterwards, I was able to be with him.
1: <laughs> oh, <is that laughs> so we're, we're
5: together now. <laughs> oh, don't but, you uh, love how spirit works? <laughs> yeah, it's just totally amazing, you mm. know. And I couldn't know the outcome no, the whole can't. time, you know. No. Obviously, I couldn't know because I had to come to that place in myself, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so anyhow, whatever. Well, thank you so. for
1: sharing that because that's important for everyone to know. It's really a true letting go. Right. Totally. You have to let go and Completely. be all that you are. Just be all that you are and be whole. That's it. Completely, yeah. And it was the most
5: deepest uh, heart-wrenching at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> not at the end, letting go. Because when you actually meet that person and you have to let go, mm-hmm. it's like, what? This doesn't make sense. You yeah. know. <laughs> so You know, even one time he looked at me, he's like, I think we're made from the same soul. This was uh, like before either of us even uh, years ago, and before we even heard of twin flames, you know, it was just like, mm-hmm. anyhow. So, so you just, yeah, but I completely came to that place where it was like I was completely fine to let go. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> and, well, that's uh, our And goal. after it happened. Yeah, it was
1: amazing. Okay, <laughs> okay well, wonderful. Okay, yeah. well, then let me see what you have. Um, I'm just going to tune in again to Heart and Solar Plexus. Let's go into your core whatever we can do to help you prepare for 11.11. Okay, so I am feeling the doors opening inside your consciousness. Let's see if we can help elevate them even higher to higher cosmic realms where you are embodying the I am presence here on earth in your body so that you're really bringing, you. that's working as a seed, a star seed, anchoring it into the new earth hologram. So we're shooting, oh, so we're just using that upward spiral, shooting all the way up past the higher self, past the God self, up, up, up into the cosmic realms, up to the I am presence. This is where we find the twin flame presence. There you go, all the way up. This is where the veils get very thin. This is where the universe opens up to us and we actually move into nothing. Go into all that is, and allow that to start to seep inside you, so it's just like rainfall coming down into your into your heart, dropping into the mind, the I am presence dripping into you, feeding you, becoming alive inside you. Your feet are anchoring it onto the new earth, onto the crystalline grids, there you go. Still dripping down inside you, open to all that you are, bringing this as your gift to humanity and to the new earth. Okay, I'm feeling even some more doors opened up in your heart to the higher rounds, good. So it is that letting go, it's this great great evidence for all of us, letting go in the heart and mind opens us quantumly to these alternate realities. I'm feeling the magnets on the feet really start to pull and tug and lock this inside you. So it feels like this will continue to like drip into you, just kind of flow in gently like gentle rain and feed you and enter into the cells so it's time to this is how, this is how we become fully realized we really start to embody the ion into the cells the the physical body and this is where we bring heaven down to earth so it's a gradual process because we're stretching the body's capacity of course right to become this Christ light so it's it's uh i seeing it trickle in to the nucleus and the mitochondria and the cells You're dropping some density out of the cells as it comes in. The carbon-based density coming out of the cells. Send that out to the galactic center. There you go. also seeing the flower of life in your heart chakra, and this is the sacred geometry of new birth. So this is, when I see the flower of life, I always see that as the sign of creation. So this is when we can really start to bring the I Am Presence into the physical, bring that source light in. We're we're starting to bring pure creation inside us, and that's our goal is to be co-creators of this new future, new world. So I'm seeing that open first, at least for you, Sophia, in the heart. It will eventually spread, but for now it's the flower of life is opening in the heart. And I think the Twin Flame energy helps with that. The more that we can embody that in the heart, then it becomes a sacred space for pure creation. It's not operating from the polarized world of separation. So that's, okay, that's spinning in as well to keep activating in the heart towards 1111. 11, the goal is to have the heart be uh, fully up and operational as a co creative space that you're working with Source, and it's at that point then your higher wisdom, higher knowing will guide you on how to use the creation energy to fuel and form the new earth. So I think you're going to be applying it in ways you've not done yet. So you just open and allow that wisdom to come down in into your awareness of how to apply it. Does that make sense? Very. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it feels it's just,
5: exquisite, thank oh, you. Oh yeah.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. It's it's um it's still flowering, so we're just gonna let it continue. I'm gonna step out and let this vortex spin with you and continue its process as long as you need it. So that you're it's like you're being given the tools are activating in you so you can use it to do some good work here.
5: When you say it starts and it starts in the heart, do you mean it starts in the heart and then you can create? But first, it begins in the heart, or do you mean something else?
1: I found it started in the heart first, and Mm -hmm. then eventually it just took over my body, where I would even lose the sensation of my body, and I was pulsing pure creation. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then then you really go to town. That's when you start to apply (laughs) that to create the new world. Ah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So start with the heart and let it be just real natural and I think we just kind of have to stretch our body's capacity to handle this. This is pure source, so you just—it
2: yeah, spreads into your other chakras.
1: Yeah. Well, your you're the whole body will become pure creation. Okay, beautiful. Okay. Well, thank okay, you for calling thank in you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.
5: Bye.
1: How are we doing on time? Oh, we got a couple minutes left, I think. <laughs> any any questions from the chat room? Well, Cliff
2: um, added some information about the comet. Oh. Okay. And he was just saying it relates to um, Helen of Troy, in a way. Um, apparently, it coincides with the earthquakes that were in Chile and Japan and a couple of other ones that's traveling on the other side of the sun and coming around again shortly. Wow. So apparently am, it has I'm not to doing picking with the this up. up. <laughs> Yeah right.
1: I, and all I can think when that happens is my soul's not interested in it. <laughs> but, <laughs> well,
2: maybe maybe it's a little too inevitable for us if we don't have any control over it. Maybe we're like, yeah, yeah it's nice.
1: Um, does Cl- Cliff, do you have any um, knowledge on when this is supposed to like pop into our? Is it is it 2011? Is it coming in 2012? Is it coming really close? Is it? I mean, what are they predicting with this comet? I don't know if you can hear. Oh. He turned attention away from me. Okay. That. Okay. Well, we'll find out more. We'll 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 keep looking onto this in the the future shows. But it's just it's really I just I love astronomy. I love space. I worked in the space industry for 25 years, believe it or not, in the satellite industry. And my father was a rocket scientist on the Apollo space moon landing. So it's just been in my life all my life. I love it. Maybe no,
2: amazing my dad worked in aerospace, too.
1: Yeah, that's big here in Los Angeles. It's a big industry. All <laughs> right.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nate just wrote in and said that elanin is supposed to pass through um, on did he go? The September 26th, or the the passage is supposed to be from September 26th through November 11th is when elanin right. passes.
1: All right, that's coming up. All right, well, I'll just have to ask for spirit to see if there's anything else that we need to know. Wow, Absolutely.
2: Well, I'm fascinated that we got another call from another twin flame. Um,
1: I know. That was
2: real. This is really sweet and very affirming yes. for us. I well,
1: think. thank you everyone for sharing all of your personal stories. It's, I think it's heartwarming and it's encouraging for all of us. And we're all in this together. We're all going through, you know, the <laughs> the same process here. So whatever we we can to share to help everyone, I think it's really important. We want to thank all of those who are on the chat room. Thank you for your participation and and your insights and those who are on the calls, We're going to be back in a week and continue to prepare for 11-11-11. It's coming and it's going to be exciting. We send you our love and have a good rest of the day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.